You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's Cash the Ticket, Jim Costa for today's Monday mailbag. Rate, review, subscribe. And as always, if you guys want to drop us an email, cashtheticketpodcast at gmail.com. This is not the full recap. Mike and I are going to be watching the Monday night game tonight. And we may cut an episode late night or end up doing something Tuesday. Either way, notifications on. We've been pumping out a ton of content, whether it's conference previews in college football, division by division breakdowns in the NFL. And within the, the feed itself, this is on demand. We've got full episodes, but if you're just you know dropping in, you want to just hear the breakdown of Michigan or Michigan State or the Florida Gators. Sorry if you're a Florida Gators fan. It's meant to be segmented out for you on demand. You can pick and choose the games that you care about on a given week. But we appreciate it if you listen to the full episode, too, because we're actually doing pretty good so far. And that's the story. Mike, 7-2 and two on the opening weekend, pending tonight's results. Clemson, Duke, he has Clemson on his sheet. I'm 6-4. and four. Not, not Mike good, but still pretty good, keeping the head above water. And I'm on the other side. I've got the Duke Blue Devils and the points. Before we get to the mailbag questions, shout out to Paulson's Audio Video. You see the TVs in the studio, the setup, they're a big part of it. You can watch some of those clips on YouTube. Valeni Show with Rico, look for Cash the Ticket. Evan's been putting out more content. And McLaughlin's Furniture, they've hooked us up with those super comfy chairs in the new Cash the Ticket studio. Appreciate them helping us do what we do. Couple notes. Yes, I owe Mike a sweatshirt. He has yet to pick the sweatshirt. That game on Friday night, we were texting back and forth. I'm in attendance. The start, agonizing. If you were an MSU fan, he's he's texting me some unsavory things I won't repeat. But I don't even think he has as much to complain about because at least his team was using the forward pass. Uh, my chips, you guys may remember, experimented with this uh, Bird Emanuel kid last year in our rivalry game against Western, the, the Snow Globe game. And you get a bye when it's a blizzard, okay? You get kind of a pass if you're not throwing the ball down the field in a blizzard. But on a beautiful 75-degree Friday night in East Lansing, to not challenge vertically at all, you're too one-dimensional. You're never going to pull off an upset that way. And I'm, I was hoping, hey, Mel Tucker, horseshit coach, the whole deal, can you can you test his secondary just, just a little bit and maybe take the points early if you're Jim McElwain? But the game unraveled, and I'll give the Spartans credit. I've had to own it locally here in Detroit. Talked a bunch of smack. Uh, Spartans played better in the second half. And for Mel Tucker, he stuck with Noah Kim, who looked dreadful early, but stuck with them. If they had gone to Hauser, they may have had two crummy halves. Instead, Kim figures it out at the end of the first half, carries it into the second half, and my team goes fetal position. You know, Michael sent me a text, our offense, fourth and one, shotgun snaps. Those aren't good, but at least his offense resembled, um, I don't know, an offense 
my program's playbook is the coloring book and crayons that you get at the restaurant for your kids. Uh, this looks good enough. Year five for Jim McAway, and we do not have the ability to throw the forward pass. Eh, not great. So I own it. I owe Mike a sweatshirt. That's the sweatshirt bet. That's one of the ones that really got me. You know, I was, uh, phone's blowing up. People sending me screenshots. I'm on FS1 as the sad CMU fan. Insult injury. I'm a meme. Uh, the other games, just of note, that stuck out to me. Really was proud of my Georgia Tech pick. I was kind of ashamed at how badly I emotionally needed a Georgia Tech cover after a lousy Friday night. But that was one of the head of your plays. We hit Louisiana Monroe, the Warhawks, crummy, grimy, but it still hits. Those were good wins for us. We were on the wrong side of some overs. Mike and I both had UNC South Carolina on the over. Poor Spencer Rattler sacked nine times. That's going to be a problem all year. And maybe UNC's got a bit of a front. They've recruited a a bunch of defensive linemen the last couple of years. Mike's only two losses were overs. He had the SMU over and he had the Battle of Carolina over. We nailed Florida State. Very proud of that one. This podcast has been all over the Seminoles, believing in this being a breakout season. And they showed a big reason why. I mean, I don't know if they're going to win in Death Valley at Clemson, but if they don't, they're going to get a rematch in an ACC title game, potentially earn a shot to the college football playoff. We were all over Florida State. A couple other notes. We were all over Utah's under. What was that Thursday night? And I had Utah, which was the the rocking chair. You know, you, you put your head on the pillow at night and you rest easy. Bet of the week. Uh, I was let down by South Alabama, and I was let down by UTSA, uh, specifically UTSA. Frankie Harris. This guy's like a seventh year quarterback. Not an exaggeration. Throws three picks. They average six yards a carry. They can't find the end zone. Like. College football's back, okay? That's that's how this works. We're going to get boned occasionally. As long as you sprinkle in the Louisiana Monroes and the Georgia Techs and Toledo, shout out Maction, covering a nine and a half. That's a quick little recap. I know we'll do something more in depth. Shout out the ACC for hang, hanging tough and beating up on the SEC this weekend. The NBA playoffs are underway and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with GameTime. GameTime is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on GameTime actually go down closer to tip-off. Save up to 60% buy-in last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals, under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt, it stands out. Red fire emoji, cheapest seat, 115 bucks, And that's all-in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used game time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom, you click in, easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with game time. Download the game time app and create an account. Use that code CASH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mailbag questions. Again, cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. I'm going to sift through these and pick some of the better ones. You guys have been great, though. Keep sending them in. Email is from Drew. He says, thank you as the subject. Mike and Jim, comma, wanted to reach out and thank you guys for the wonderful content you provided over the past year or so. I became a first-time father of twins last year, and when they came home in September, my sleep schedule was ruined. I ended up routinely watching Pac-12 After Dark. Your guidance led to a few boxes of diapers being bought with the payouts, and even more importantly, your podcast helped me keep my sanity in the newborn months. Well, first of all, congrats. That's very exciting. He goes on to say, you guys are great, even though Costa's a scumbag. No, this isn't nice. Is a scumbag CMU alum go Broncos? I love the intelligent analysis and commentary you guys bring to the table. Keep up the fantastic work. Thanks, Drew. This next one says, how to fix week zero, and it's from... Jason, he says, hello, Mike and Cookies. I got a wild idea for how to fix week zero. I love the idea. Just give me a conference game from each conference, but I also don't want them to throw out Rutgers v. Indiana. Yeah, that was Mike's idea is you got to put forth a conference game right out of, out of the gate. No one wants Rutgers, Indiana. The email goes on to say, what do you think about a week zero run the championship game back? Week zero, your first matchup is a rematch of the previous year's title game statistically, you're probably getting a good game, even if it's not the best one. Side note, I've been listening since the pre-COVID days, including Always Aggravated. I think the off-season content, we should bring back dog shit sports franchises during the slow times. Love the show, despite not betting sports. Keep it up. We always say that makes us feel really good because while this podcast is going to get into some degeneracy, Mike's got his exactas and he's brought horse racing to college football. It's truly diabolical we also realize that not everybody is is sitting here playing 10 games every single week but we're all sports fans and we try to talk about the games like sports fans and I think that's one thing that Mike and I pride ourselves on is we are sports radio hosts we do this as the day job we talk sports and we bet sports and we try to combine the two in a way that not every podcast is doing to be quite honest now as for the idea I love it I love it. Anything to get us a better product in week one. So will it be perfect? No. Like in the Big Ten, you would get Michigan-Purdue. But it's a power five, toe-to-toe conference matchup. You'd also get Utah-USC right away. I'm open to it. I like the idea. It's better than what we've had week zero in recent years. And if you just have to scrap week zero and start week one, fine. Labor Day weekend is more than acceptable. People get an extra week on the boat, on the lake, on the water, whatever. But I like the creativity. I like the idea. All right, next uh, email. This one says, throwing a flag on Mike Valeni. Some of these emails I may have to run back or get his reaction to because this is great. Mike complains all the time about Scott Hansen. We've got a situation in Nashville. However, Mike Valeni is Scott Hansen. 
when it comes to watching college football at home. If you have to switch Charlotte Wake Forest to avoid commercials, you are what you hate. Maybe Mike needs an octobox in his man cave so we can adapt to college football and the switch to streaming. Love the podcast. Rate, review, subscribe. He's got that in in uh, all caps, bold, and italics. <laughs> uh, that's from Raymond. You know, I'm going to watch the game tonight with Mike, and it's a solo game, so we are going to have to watch commercials. But there are two schools of thought when it comes to watching the game. You get Mr. Octobox or the quad box or the picture-in-picture guy who has multiple games going at the same time, and then you have Mike, and it's a more delicate dance where you're going last, previous, back, forth, up, down, trying to keep every single game in in kind of the mix without losing steam and missing something. You are undoubtedly going to miss something. Where Mike's right, though, is when we go to the streaming deal, and I watched a little bit of the Michigan ECU Peacock game, you get some buffering, that happens with streaming, but that's not the worst part. It's the backing out, exiting the app, going back to something else. So it, it requires a second screen, it requires a laptop, an iPad, a phone if you're in a desperate spot, but you can't just click back and forth when you have to go inside an app inside Peacock, then back out, and then into, for me, Hulu, or if you use YouTube TV, or if you're using regular cable, you, you can't seamlessly switch back and forth, and that's the issue. Tom, and I think I recognize Tom from the, the base station in Detroit, Tom emails us, cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. Good afternoon, gentlemen, and Evan. Oh, we're getting some Evan shade. After week one, we tend to see a massive swing in public sentiment. For instance, Colorado getting massive love, and based on what I watched, OSU might lose three games. Do you advocate betting any updated win totals? I don't like long-term wagers, but if there's, wait for it, value, then I'm tempted. So Colorado specifically, we've had some weird changes. I think, and I did not see this, but someone quoted me, their win total is now five and a half, up from three and a half. Now, they did not win two games this weekend, but it was a super impressive Coach Prime, walk your walk, talk your talk moment. But Colorado's going to be a team that everybody overreacts to. And I wonder, file it away, if we're looking at a Nebraska bet this week. In terms of betting now versus later, it's why we talked about Florida State LSU. If you believed in one or both of those teams to win their conference or to win the national title or to make the college football playoff, it made sense to buy in before they played. So Mike was big on Florida State plus 2,600 to win the national title. If you look now, you will not get that same level of value after the game. So when there's certain games on the schedule, you got to take a position early or risk losing out on some of the money for the certainty later. Email comes in from Mark. He says, oh, this is a two-parter. He says, happy September, guys. Shout out the great underpicks for the first night of college football Thursday. I parlayed the unders. And got a nice early dub at plus 265. That's Mark. He goes on in the second email to say, Saturday and Sunday, not disappointing. Today's sermon, beware the beeves and the knolls. Keon number four, wild card applied. Keon Coleman is who he's referencing. Dude was great for Florida State. Three touchdowns. Uh, Email goes on to say, Mike's picks held up well the last few days. Sorry, cookies. Maybe next weekend. I, I reject that. Six and four. Six and four is better than just shuffling money back and forth. It's keeping your head above water. It's not Mike seven and two, but I can catch up a little bit of ground tonight if the Blue Devils pull it off. And this next email, 
final email from Dwayne. He says, hey guys, overall it was a good weekend and you guys helped a ton. We were on the same page taking TCU to cover against Colorado for all the same reasons, and of course things changed. I was still able to get Colorado live, plus money twice, plus 220 and plus 230, and uh, even though they were up both times, I recovered well. I don't know when you got them plus odds while they were up, but hey, that's the savvy live betting. We did not actually play TCU. We talked about the game. It did not make the final card because of the uncertainty. We're not very high on TCU this year. So, I mean, we can do this whole how much of it's Colorado, how much of it's TCU. I don't want to take away from a road win for Dion because they not only covered the spread, they won the game outright. When it comes to live betting, I thought there was no better example than what we talked about with Iowa and Utah State. Iowa live scores a couple touchdowns. After the first one, you got Utah State at 30 and a half. And I'm, I'm texting Mike, we got to grab this. This is what we talked about. 30 and a half points for Utah State. After the second Iowa touchdown, the total ballooned over 50. It was 51 and a half. Grab it, take the under, both hit. Those are live bets. Now, we can't give those out for our record, but we did talk about both those things on last week's episode. Because those are opportunities. Live betting can be dangerous. You're walking the tightrope, but you want to look for, there it is again, value. And Iowa is not playing games in the 50s for totals. And Iowa's not covering 30 points, especially knowing, hey, they're going to play a backup. They got the uh, the Cyhawk game coming up next week. Get McNamara out of the game once you build up a lead. Those were easy live bets. And there are very few easy bets. We don't pretend to be uh, shysters. We, what does Mike say? The, the fuck your bookie hotline. Like, we're not giving out picks for money. And anybody doing that, it's, it's kind of a dishonest gambit. We're a couple guys trying to keep our head above water. And when we find spots like that, it's that that we can extract a little bit of value. We try to pass it along. And we'll wear some L's this season. Some of these Monday recaps, or maybe Tuesday recaps this week, some of these recaps are going to be ugly. If you guys listened last year, you know it. We don't come out unscathed every week. But this is a better start than last year. And we're starting to learn more about these teams. So stay tuned. We'll have episodes this week. Not just college football, but the NFL comes back. The Lions and Chiefs on Thursday night. And the full weekend slate. Cash the ticket. Rate, review, subscribe. And make sure you got the notifications on. We appreciate the support, guys.